This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. My dear listener, welcome to today's Reflections. Our nugget is titled, Dealing with Hurt. Dealing with Hurt. Let me ask you a question. Have you been seriously hurt? Is anyone deliberately hurting you right now? Is a friend or loved one maliciously treating you worse than your enemy? Jesus offers four ways to deal with such 
painful situations. Love your enemies. That is, be patient and kind to them. Bless, that is, speak well of those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. You can find this in Matthew 5:43. Matthew chapter 5 verse 43. If you are to do these four things, love, bless, do good and pray for your enemy, how much more to a friend or loved one at home, work, neighborhood or church? Believe me, consistently displaying these four graces to those seeking your hurt takes the pain and bitterness from your heart. Try it. This is written by Dr. Samuel Crantin Pippin. And for more thoughts nuggets, you can visit eaglesonline.org and then click on weekly thought nuggets. Margaret Abebrese is my name. Thank you for listening. able he is able through prayer the impossibilities of man become the possibilities of god turn with me to matthew chapter 10 verse 27 matthew chapter 10 verse 27 i read what i tell you in the dark speak in the daylight what is whispered in your ear proclaim from the roofs remember god is indeed able Anything that is impossible for you is possible for him. And as he has told you, make sure you tell others. God richly bless you. I am Bell Dollar Bill. riding on a cloud shining like the sun if you can hear my voice i bring you greetings from valley view and this is your favorite program you decide today we're going to do a continuation of the last week topic we began angels and demons my panelists are pastor aya brand coker and our young fresh pastor from school pastor michael akwabwa you're welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes. We are moving straight to business. Angels and demons. We did a general overview last week on their origin. And I think the general feelings and the general sentiments we had in the house was that they were both created by God. 
They were both the same beings until they fell. The devil deceived a third of them to fall. So those who fell and were thrown out of heaven and came to earth are now what we know as demons. And the angels are just messengers from the Hebrew or from the Greek word angelos. That's what I remember. I hope I'm right. You are right. Yes. Today we want to see some of their duties, some of their divisions, their groups. If you have types of them, types of angels and demons, divisions of angels and demons, then if we finish with that one, we could as well consider their functions. Pastor Koka. Well, I think in order to do good justice, if yes. we put it together, let's do angels and uh, finish angels and then we do that. If as we do as... all the two, people may not understand. Okay. The first fact that we should take note of, it is so important that in every Christian doctrine mm. that you study, the subject of angels are discussed. Mm. So it's a very important topic. Again, you can't talk about heaven, which is the ultimate destination of our journey of salvation. Our final home. Our final home, mm. without talking about angels. Mm. Because we're going to dwell with angels, they're going to guide us. And so the essence, the importance of angels cannot be overstated. Okay. Now, as we stated last week, angels had existed even before man was created. Wow. And so they predate man. Angels are God ministering spirits that are sent for to minister to us and they are to bless us and minister to our needs. We can read this in Hebrews 1, 13 and 14, that they are ministering spirit. Then one fact that we also have to underscore is that angels are not the spirit of the dead loved ones. Along the line, people think of angels as spirit. They are not the spirit of the dead ones. They are existing beings that were there before human beings were created. We read Job and he said, when the songs of God sang for joy, and he's talking about angels. Again, angels, as we know, are created beings, and they were created perfect. Lucifer was the greatest angel that was created. He was created perfect until sin entered him. You read this in Ezekiel 28, 14, and 15. And so angels are not phantoms. They have form and body. They are real beings. We should know that they are real beings. And the fact is, someday when the Lord comes, we are going to be giving glorious bodies like angels who will get our glorious bodies. And so there are more angels than human beings. Innumerable, that's what Hebrews tells us. Innumerable angels. There are more angels than we can think of people. Hebrews 12, you read verse 33. Okay. And so when we talk about angels, they are sent to minister to us. Each of us have a guardian angel. So are you talking about their general characteristics? Because I want you to give me, if there are groups, types of angels, if there are something like that. Do you have a research on something like that? Actually, it isn't exposed in the scriptures. Okay. As we have types. But we came to have types only when Lucifer rebelled against Christ or mm -hmm. rebelled in heaven. We had evil and good angels. 
So we don't have types of angels as to maybe this class or no. But we had good angels and bad angels, depending on their choices they made for their realm. Okay. Um, well, if you are talking about this, we maybe can look at Isaiah 6 2. Yes. Isaiah 6 2 tells us of others that in the angelic world there are orders of angels. Yeah, can we quickly hear those orders? And that is what the Bible mentioned as seraphims mm-hmm. and cherubims. Mm-hmm. You see, these are what the Bible meant in Isaiah 6 2, that there are different orders of angels. The Bible mentions cherubims and seraphims. And some apparently have wings and even multiple wings. We can see this in Ezekiel 28:40. So these seraphims and Cherubims, it makes us see that they are two others, but they are all angels. So we cannot talk about maybe angels in higher order and lower order. Oh, you get okay, it? Okay. Yeah, just... yeah, we cannot talk about a higher order or lower order. You started something like it was after the fall that we got good angels and bad angels. After yeah. sin. After sin. That so, is when Lucifer rebelled. So when Lucifer rebelled at that time, was Adam and Eve created or Adam and Eve were not created by then? For Angels instance, were created before men. We have to also understand from Genesis chapter 2, verse number 1 and 2, that the test does not predate angels' creation, quite distinct from that of the creation of the universe. But when we are discussing from Job chapter 41, when God was calling Job's attention to the things he made, without his glory or without his presence, they came to being, in which he would have understood that this God whom he needed to have trusted has said something which will come to pass. So the literary type, the kind of writing in Job chapter 32 should be studied before we talk about the time at which the angels were created. For instance, if you read Colossians chapter 1 verse 16, it tells us rightly that in him all things and we know creation as in all things, as we have in the account of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to maybe Genesis chapter 2, which gives us the summary of the creation account. So, in the context of all things, we all believe, for instance, if we read Psalm 148, it tells us that angels were created, and the humans were made a little lower, that is verse 8, to angels. We can just assume with the content of information we have, that may be not as to a vast time period before the creation of men, but within that same day, six literal days of creation, because it says, in six days God created the heavens and the earth and everything therein. So, creation so that, of that angels... That is a deduction you are making that is it. from that. Okay, we'll go on a very quick break, and when we come back from that break, we'll try and analyze those statements as well as the nature of angels in relation to each other, as well as the demons. I was joined here today by Pastor A.Y. Bryant Coca and my first graduate from school, Michael Akwabwa. I have been your host, Thomas Isaac. Remember, in matters of faith, you decide. So I dance the rain on the road. Tell my soul that my spirit's on the For any inquiries or contribution, 
you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana P.O. Box AF 595 Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana A-W-R, Ghana Voice of Was a home and comfort as we fought the storms of life. This old house wants to ring with laughter. This old house heard many shouts. Now she trembles in the darkness when the night wind walks about. Ain't gonna need this house no longer. Ain't gonna need this house no more. Ain't got time to fix the shingles. Ain't got time to fix the doors. Ain't got time for hinges or to fix no window pane. Ain't gonna need this house no longer. I'm getting ready to meet the saints. This old house is getting shaky. This old house is getting low. This old house lets in the rain, and this old house lets in the cold. On my knees, I'm getting chilly, but I feel no fear of pain. Cause I see an angel peeking through the broken window pane. Ain't gonna need this house no longer. Ain't gonna need this house no more. Ain't got time to fix the shoes. Ain't got time to fix the doors. Ain't got time for hinges or to fix the window well, it's a great, great morning, your first day in heaven when you stroll down the golden avenue. There are mansions left and right, and you thrill with every side, and the saints are always smiling, saying, how do you do? Oh, it's a great, great morning, your first day in heaven when you realize your worrying days are through. You'll be glad you were not idle. Took time to read your Bible. It's a great, great morning for you. Well, I had a dream. I must confess, I Welcome back to Moment of Truth. It is always a joy to be in the presence of God. Hearing His voice brings hope, even in the midst of hopelessness. And this is the theme we are considering. And now we are speaking on the topic, Hope for the Hopeless. Let us pray. Father in heaven, as we continue with this series, may you continue to touch our hearts, turn our lives around, and let it be that you smile upon us so that there can be hope for us even in our hopeless situations. In Jesus' name, Amen. Before we sign off, in the previous segment, we said that Jesus himself is calling us today. Jesus is calling you today, saying, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. As found in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. In essence, he is saying, Come unto me, all you who have become hopeless and dejected, and I will give you hope and I can help you. Jesus wants to give you rest from every burden and pain, but you have to come to him. I want to ask you at this time, what is bothering you? What is your situation? What is your pain? 
What is your situation currently? There is hope for you in Jesus Christ. Today, if you can just lift up your eyes and look upon Jesus, all shall be well. Just as he did it for me, and just as he did it for Abraham of old, he can do it for you also. He did it for Abraham and Sarah. He did it for me, and he can do it for you also. The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 14, verse 15, that, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This time, if you can lift up your eyes and behold the Lord Jesus that I am talking about, I am sure that he will work out something wonderful in your life. The one who is in charge of the universe is equally in charge of your life. He is here at this time to give you hope, even in the midst of hopelessness. I want to ask the question again. No matter your situation, can there be any hope in your situation? And I respond and I say, yes, there can be hope for you. There is hope for you even in the hopeless situation. I don't know the kind of barrenness in your life. Yes, Sarah was barren. She passed the childbearing age. But when God came into the situation, she got hope and she delivered. Yes, today, Jesus can do it for you also. He is waiting and saying, come to me, all you who labor in a heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. Abraham and Sarah believed God and what he promised has been fulfilled. In the midst of all the odds and all the things that were against them, they believed, they trusted God, they hoped in God, and indeed God changed their situation. What are you trusting God for today? Is it health? Is it money? Is it child? Is it academic excellence? What at all are you trusting God for? I believe that if you can put your hope in him, he can cause hope to come into your situation right now and he can work out something for you that even the hopeless can become full of hope. Do you feel dejected? Do you feel rejected and lonely? Do you need companion? Jesus is available for you today. If you can invite him into your life, he will do something new in your life and with your life. What do you need? Is there any sin in your life that you want God to help you to overcome? What is making you feel hopeless? My Jesus can do the impossible. He can do the impossible. The Bible says in, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5, that, but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. What Jesus is saying is that your situation could be any of these things I have mentioned in this text or any of these things listed in this text. But if you can believe God, if you can trust him, he can help you. He can turn you away from your situation. Indeed, Jesus is right here today to help you. In the midst of your hopelessness, he is making himself available 
to help you. Can you turn to Jesus, the only one that we can find hope in, the only one who can give us hope? The Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Our last text even in this segment of the series is found in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. And this is what the Bible says. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. This is a life principle that many people do not know. Many of us want to go our own way to seek after the things that we desire. That could be your situation presently. But I want to assure you that if you will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things, all the things you are chasing after, will be added unto you. He will give you health. He will give you the financial blessing. He will give you the child. He will give you that occupation. And all your needs he will fulfill. Just as he did for Abraham and just as he did for Sarah, he can do it for you also. All you need to do is to follow him all the way through. Just as he has done it for me, he can do it for you also. Have you, are you putting your trust in God today? Are you finding some hope in him? Yes, there is hope even in the hopeless situation. When Jesus comes into the picture, everything changes. And now you can trust him. You can believe him. You can put your trust in him. Just bow down your head and say a prayer. And God will turn all things around. I believe that he who has begun a good work in you, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. May God bless you. May God help you. May he favor you. May his hand rest upon you and even give you hope in the midst of the hopelessness. Just as he gave hope to Abraham and Sarah, even as they believed in God. May God help you and may he give you hope. My name once again is Ebenezer Quay, your radio pastor. And this is Moments of Truth. Keep listening and God will bless you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. (laughs) 